Hi everyone. Listening to these podcasts may bring up some strong emotions for you. Please allow yourself to find a comfortable space and reasonable time afterwards for nurturing and self-care. Thanks for listening. Hi everyone. Welcome back. In today's podcast, I will be exploring what it may be like to live your life without fear. On many occasions, I have felt as though fear had control of my life. I know fear can be a useful emotion. A gut bodily reaction to a situation could surface, and it may seem better to leave than stay. That feeling could prevent an unpleasant chain of events. I guess a question to ask yourself could be, Is fear ruling your life? I know fear did play a part in the way I behaved over the years. The fear I was feeling at any given time dictated the way I would respond to other people, for there were many times that fear controlled my life and I had to come to terms with how it was working for me, or for a better way of expressing it, how fear was controlling me. Some people may begin to feel frustrated as I talk about this topic as fear could have become a good companion, a safe way of living. Without fear, what have you got? Well, trust would come to mind, and how scary is that? What is trust anyway? Many people in my counselling room have told me that, from past experiences, it certainly didn't work very well in their lives. I get that. It also didn't work for me for a long time until I had to really take a very long, hard look at myself and decide whether or not allowing fear to control me was in my best interests. I needed to self-evaluate and explore closely my inability to let go of fear and begin to allow trust to become a normal part of my life. How does trust even begin to evolve into a new way of thinking and being? Trust can only be a safe part of a person's life if they have recognised the power fear may hold over them. Then the questions could be asked. Is fear valid in this situation? Or would another way of handling what was occurring be more beneficial? If so, who would benefit? Would it be yourself only? Or would your control of fearful emotions and feelings also benefit those closest to you? Fear becomes physical as stress hormones are released, along with an increase in blood pressure and heart rate. The fight, flight, freeze responses kick in. It can result in an unpleasant and often strong emotion caused by the anticipation or awareness of any form of danger, whether it is perceived to be or actually valid. Trust, on the other hand, refers to the confidence that a person has in another, in themselves or the situation they are in. Fear creates walls which can lead to anxiety and doubt regarding when, if or how, for example, a goal could be achieved. Fear in adult years can be a subconscious response to old memories in childhood. Perhaps fear was a normal reaction to situations growing up as you may have observed how those people closest to you spoke about and handled difficult situations. Trust may have been frowned upon and shown to be too dangerous, as the unknown was always lurking and something bad may happen if trust was to occur. 
Fear can block more positive ways of handling difficult situations and those childhood memories of trust not being safe can kick in. As you have been listening to this podcast, you may have recognised a way that fear may have taken a hold of your life and you may want to begin the process of change, perhaps into more productive ways of being able to trust. Well, I'm here to let you know that fear does need to be faced before change can occur. Also, it could be scary to recognise that fear could have become an old friend and then to let it go. It's okay to acknowledge that. However, for trust to be able to begin to feel safe, there is a need for a focus to shift from negative to positive thoughts and a practice of being real with how you feel. It is so important to be gentle with yourself and to only do what feels safe and right for you. Trust can be a very complicated concept and to trust yourself involves many deep layers of self-evaluation and acceptance. Trusting yourself requires that you embrace your own power, knowing that you cannot control the decisions of others and believing that you are capable of handling painful emotions. You also need to be mindful of self-doubt and how it can sabotage any changes you are wanting to make. Over the course of our lives, we have all internalised negative messages that are working to undermine us and we are not consciously aware of them. It is then necessary to recognise that those are childhood messages that are no longer productive and a new way of thinking, feeling and being may be necessary to move on in a more positive and fulfilling way. It may be that you are recognising a need for assistance with the changes you would like to make, and that may mean reaching out professional assistance in a safe environment where you can face your fear and reconstruct your memories. I have had some wonderful experiences in my counselling room where clients will come in and talk about the changes they are beginning to make to allow trust to enter their lives. They are able to explore the challenges that they have gone through to allow trust to become a more comfortable friend, replacing the fear that they had become so accustomed to. This does not mean that fear is not going to surface at any given time. It just means that a new way of not allowing fear to take over while trust is learnt can be exhilarating. Just being able to look fear in the eye, acknowledge it for what it is, breathe into your body, allow yourself to smile at it. Your fear will lose some of its strength and control. I am hoping that today's podcast has been thought-provoking. It isn't easy to let go of something that has been a part of you, perhaps for a very long time. Be gentle and kind with yourself and always know you are doing the best you can to make the changes you want to make in your life. As always, thanks so much for listening. I value your feedback and you can contact me at mail at jambaylisscounselling.com.au.